You're listening to the Toot Sleuth Podcast. Hosted by Greg Essenmacher. Welcome to the Tooth Sleuth Podcast, all about the business of dentistry. I'm Greg Essenmacher, your host, and I'm honored you've chosen to spend time with us as I speak with industry leaders on the dental landscape from their perspective. On today's episode, I'm excited to welcome Tyler Murdoch. Tyler's journey in the dental industry began with a marketing internship at a dental practice. In college, he founded a dental marketing agency that expanded into Aligned Profit, which supports sales teams working with dental industry partners doing at least $1 million a year. Welcome to the show, Tyler. Hey, man, how you doing? Hey, Greg. Thank you so much for having me on. I'm excited to, to be here today. Absolutely. I'm so glad that you could join me today. You know, I, I love when guests come on the show. And for those of you who don't know, and you have to do like an alignment when they're remote recording like Tyler is, I, I already learned something about you like personally. So you shared with me, you know, in the pre-recording. So you were in a traveling acapella group. Got to tell my listening audience about that. We're starting right there, buddy. All right. Yeah. So when I tell people that they're like, oh, you're, so you're, so you're Andy from The Office, right? Like that's that's what they go into. I don't know if you watch The Office, but uh, yeah, like anyway. I think more Pitch Perfect. I go to that movie personally. Oh so yeah, that's no, that's a, fun, that's a right. A, that's know? a jam. Yeah. I'm trying to think of what the actress was that like started like jazzing up their acapella, and I was like, that's just cool stuff. Yeah, no, it's fun. I sang bass. I sang low bass, and man, it was it was a party. We would travel around and. Like I was, I got the whole, like the whole taste of like what it is to be in a traveling group and paid for my college. It was, it was pretty awesome. So, (laughs) you know. Well, and in college, you did a marketing internship at a dental practice, right? That, so is that where you found the love of dental? I know everybody has their story of how they found their way into the dental industry. And is that where you first got exposed or were you exposed to dental before that? Yeah. So I got exposed in high school mostly. So that's when that's actually when I did the internship. So I did that. And then in college, I took all that experience and I started getting all these stinking YouTube ads from, from people like Ty Lopez. It was like, in my garage, you can make all this money if you start a digital marketing agency, you know, and he has his Lambos and his girls and everything. And I was like, man, I want to get out of that. I want to I want to not have to do college. College sucks. And so I I had this big scheme to like quit college and live in Mexico and have all this money and stuff. And it didn't necessarily turn out the way I I thought it would, which was actually a good thing. (laughs) I think for me long-term, but you know, it was, it was so cool. So I, I took all of that experience. I said, you know what? I know a lot of the pain points of people in the dental industry that are wanting to hire marketing agencies. And and so I taught myself how to do Facebook ads and some SEO stuff and some website. And yeah, out of my dorm room, I was taking calls left and right, trying to get clients and then cold calling dentists and getting a lot of rejection, but then, and then like getting clients and figuring out like what they didn't like, what they liked. And so I just learned a ton because something about me that I've really figured out about business in general is if you're not listening, you're not going to learn and you're not going to grow into what the industry wants you to be. So that applies to every, everything, you know, like with case acceptance, even for, for practices, if they're not listening to what their patients are saying, 
then they're not going to be able to have the high case acceptance for things like implants and like case uh, like Invisalign, for instance. So it's just interesting because as I was listening, that's when I realized, oh my goodness, it's really difficult to sell the dentist. And dentists, no offense, are really grumpy to salespeople. <laughs> and, <laughs> and I get why. Like, I totally get why. Like, I'm not like dissing on, on dentists for it because they're like, shut up and let me do my work. You know, like, like I don't want, I don't want you to, to interrupt me from my chair time and all of those things, right. That we know is important to keep production high in a practice, but yeah, it's, it's just really been interesting. And so I've talked to over the years, I've talked to a lot of other uh, vendors and, and industry partners, and it's just across the board, it's really hard for good industry partners to reach doctors because there's so much skepticism. There's so much resistance to, to partnering with good products and services. And so that's really our mission at Line Profit. What we do, we love to, to help people with, with that, with, with reaching. It's, it's basically like, I, I believe that we're like a bridge and that we help good vendors reach good dental offices and, and DSOs and group practices that, that need the help. So that's, that's how it all began. Yeah. And you really hit upon something there because just as a clinician can be a fantastic clinician, but if the messaging from the treatment coordinators to the patient, they aren't listening to the motivation behind uh, the patients and what they're sharing with a treatment coordinator, especially in full arch, which is my lane, and you're familiar with that, the bigger the treatment plans and whatnot, if they're not listening to the motivation, it doesn't matter how good the clinician is. If yeah. there isn't the case acceptance, you know, there's a disconnect. So in the line that you do, in the work that you do, it doesn't matter how good the product is or how great the need is for the clinician or the DSO, the group, whatever the case may be. If the messaging isn't there, if you aren't listening to the consumer, whether it's the dentist or the patient in this scenario, and either one, it doesn't matter how good, good it is. The product, if the messaging isn't there, then there is an alignment and the product's just going to die on the shelf, you will. So talk a little bit about because Align Profit really evolved out of the dental marketing agency that you did out of your dorm room. By the way, like, was that incorporated? Don't say that. Don't say that. Don't answer that question. We, 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 don't, we, don't, we don't know who's listening because there's a lot of variants of people listening. I'm just teasing. But because Align Profit came out of that, so share a little bit about that journey of transition. And then I definitely want to get into specifically how you help and what, what people you help and, and what that looks like. But talk a little bit about that transition from the time that you were in college with the marketing agency, self-taught, you know, which is amazing, um, into uh, what it became. Yeah. So, so just like anything, like I think that it's super easy for anyone who's starting a business or wanting to make it big in life with making, you know, that be a practice or some other type of business. It's so easy to like think of it as a linear experience, but I'll be like really transparent that it had a lot of ups and downs in, in where, where I started and where, even where we're headed today. Like there's not, it's not just like a straight line of like, you start here with like wanting to have this big business. And then all of a sudden you're there and you have the Lambos and the chicks and the Mexico living in like a big mansion in Mexico and all that, you know, like that just doesn't happen. Whatever your goals are. I, I'm obviously like, 
given the cliches here for people my age, I'm like 27 or and whatever. And for people right? my age, that would be, I think it was uh, something Vu or woo, and he had the the positive cash flow, and he always was uh, on the Lambo with, with the <laughs> chips, and it was the TV commercials. So for those in my generation that are, you know, maybe in their 50s. So yeah, right. go ahead. But yeah, absolutely. Right. Like, Never a straight line. That. We think that, right? And so for me, like I had a lot of struggles, especially initially with, okay, how do I reach doctors? How, do, how can I make this a win for everybody involved. And so like, I would sit there and in the lobby of our, of my dorm and just like call like cold call practices. Like I remember like sitting there and like, I'd like call like 50 brutal. Time. That had and, to have been just brutal. <laughs> well, and, and like, yeah, it was totally brutal. I was just like going off of like Google, Google my business, just like Googling like dentist near me, like all these random places. And it was just, it wasn't, it was awful. I felt like I wasn't providing the value that I wanted. And so then I learned a lot about directories online that I could find specifics. And I started being like, okay, how can I make this more specific to their needs? And so I found the Invisalign directory and I was able to reach out to the doctors on that and, and find a way to make sure that I was I was more relevant. So I started being like, hey, I noticed you're a bronze provider. Would you like more, more patients? Would you like more starts this month? Uh, we can help you. We'll give you... We'll, we'll do it for free just to show that we can get you results and that type of thing. And it was just cool because I got a ton, much, ton more responses. And so that's our model with like how we help vendors and industry partners is we we really want to make sure it's relevant. Like our messaging isn't just like everyone else out there that's like, and that's really applicable to patient, like to anything you do really, like even a, even a practice, right? But we made it really relevant and then we made a really good offer that they would feel like they were being super lame if they said no to and then after that, we brought a lot of value. And that's the equation that we use is right audience, right right messaging, right offer. And then we just deliver. We, we, we just show integrity and we deliver. And that's, the, that's the, the framework. Hi, everyone. Sorry for the interruption. Greg Essenmacher here, founder of GNA Consult. Just want to take a brief moment and let you know if you're a practice owner, office administrator, or group practice administrator and looking to add, grow Full Arch for your location, improve same store sales, or learn more about what Full Arch can do for your production numbers and profitability, reach out to the show and book a discovery call today. Our expert experience team, we're here to help. And with that, I'll just say one more thing about that, that I read. So I don't know if you know Jay Abraham, he's one of the the gods of of marketing, um, at least that's what I consider him. Um, but he he talks about preeminence, which is the concept. Depends. Of, is he Greek or Roman? Because there's, <laughs> I mean, yeah, it just depends on what philosophy you go right, when it right. comes to the gods, right? Right. <laughs> well, a modern god, he's still alive. So, <laughs> oh, gotcha. Oh, okay. He's yeah, still walking the he's earth. Still so walking he, has, the he hasn't earth. ascended yet. <laughs> so, so maybe he's a maybe he's a demi, demigod, right? If we're going with that. But, uh, <laughs> but the thing I loved about it is he just he talks about preeminence, which is just basically having integrity and selling people not more than what they need, but not also less than what they need. And I think that's really profound because like, okay, if I can just get the right people, get in front of the right people and then offer them exactly what they need, then I can sleep good at night and I can also help people change their lives. So like, for example, with implants, veneers, any kind of cosmetic, right? Like if you're able to deliver on, like that changes their life because people will look at them differently. People will will make those sudden judgments about those patients now, like in, in business, they'll look at them differently and maybe they'll be able to 
feel more confident and then have dates and romantic partners. It, it can affect so many aspects of their lives. And so I'm, I'm just a huge fan of cosmetic dentistry. I think it's, it's something that can really change a lot of people's lives. So, yeah. And I dig that you're talking about integrity in a way that it's not selling them more than what they need or less than what they need. It's really, you know, matching the, the need to what you have. Yes. Right? And it's so critical because in the full arch space, there has been criticism in the past, and I'm sure there still is to this day, right? That whole concept of if you're a hammer, they're a nail, right? Everything that walks in is an all on four. Everything that walks in is a fixed full arch. Instead of meeting the patient where they're at and taking a look at what their dental needs might be and being able to go forward with the right, you know, smile design for whatever it is type of concept, if you will. And it's it's the same, right? It's the same concept of, you know, not, not doing more than they need and not doing less than what they need because there are some out there that talk about that, you know, and then, well, what do you do with a 35-year-old if you're hacking off all this bone because you're doing the all-in-four procedure? And, you know, it, be that as it may, I, that's a whole rabbit hole I could go down yeah. to five consecutive shows <laughs> on with different clinicians and point-counterpoint for sure. But I love that, you know, you're using that as a definition and as a barometer. So how? tell me a little bit about the process when you're working with individuals, when you're working with vendors and helping them to navigate the waters of being able to, I would say, get access and correct me if I'm wrong, but really to be able to provide that, uh, get access, right, to the DSOs and to the right people, the, the, the right products, the right people, the right products, the right messaging and deliver that um, to really identify what that needs based is if they don't have um, the experience, the skill set, or already know the individuals to uncover those needs. Because I, I can hear the counterpoint argument because I have a lot of vendors that actually listen to the podcast saying, well, yeah, until I actually meet with them, I don't know what they need. So how am I supposed to know what to offer type of situation? So uh, tell me a little bit about that. I think that could be helpful. Yeah, that's a really good question. So my first step in, in meeting with new clients is to look at their current pipeline or their current group people that, that are possible candidates for their product, right? And with that, what I do is then I look at their history of what, what has worked well for them. And then after that, we come together and come up with some, some profiles of different clients. Maybe it's endodontist. Maybe it's a, maybe it's a group practice that are in that three to, to 10 location count, right? Maybe it's doctors who offer certain treatments, or maybe it's uh, clinicians that are private, like a private practice versus a DSO. So we look at all of those different points and we figure out which one is the, the number one uh, group of, of demographics to go after. And then after that, what we do is we make sure that we have that information and then we come up with a really good offer. Now, I don't actually take every client that comes my way. I have people that I actually have to say, you know what, I don't think this is a good fit. And a lot of times it's because they don't have that traction of, of results for, for doctors. I really am careful because I want to make sure that we're offering the best, the best products for doctors because they're, this is a very, very competitive industry. And a lot of people are, a lot of people have misconceptions about selling to doctors. So, so I always try to like, make sure that they have actual experience in the dental industry, like whenever it's like someone says, Hey, I have this cool, like magic hyg hygiene spray. That's going to help clean and dis disinfect your office. And they're like completely out of dental industry. I'm just like, nah, it's fine. Like, I don't want like, I don't want to deal with that, but 
it has to be like, so that's some of the criteria that of the clients I work with. They have to be doing at least a million revenue a year and have experience in the industry. And, and so, uh, yeah, it's just, that's the first step is those things, making sure they have a little bit of idea of what has worked. And then we capitalize on that and then add to it and, and multiply it. So, yeah, best practices are critically important for sure. And going after that, replicating it systematizing it and looking for you know what uh, I've heard terms so many times of that low-hanging fruit and being able to come up with the formula and then testing it and then seeing what works well and taking those uh, those learnings from that and then replicating that over and sometimes it depends on the size of the company right if you're a big behemoth and you're a monster in the industry that's what all those layers of middle management and upper management for the strategy is for but I would imagine and you know I would think that for yourself, if there isn't uh, the mass capacity of a an, a company coming to you really is for that strategy and execution. Would you agree with that? Yeah, I would agree. And with with the bigger companies like in the industry that are that have a lot of the middle management, it's always a thing that I have to like remember that that's their job. But I can always come in and just provide a like. I always like to come in and provide an outside perspective, and so I found that it's still really valuable. But yeah, for sure, especially the the smaller companies, the ones that only have a few salespeople, that type of thing. It's definitely critical to have that, and also to look at okay, what's working in our ads, like in our advertising strategy so far, and our are we using? Because we do a lot of outbound strategy. That's primarily what we do for our clients, but because it's actually the cheapest, like you can reach more doctors. So our, our percentage of, of doctors we reach for messages we send out is 82% on average are doctors that are opening. And it's not like office at, at, you know, chicagosmiles.com or something. It's like the actual, their email and, um, and their contact info. And so We've we've just found that it's cheaper to do the outbound strategy for the doctor, and you don't have to spend seven thousand dollars on ads on Google Ads. But what we do is we look at all of the different ways that you're driving traffic for for vendors to to doctors, and then we help to identify like what's working so far. Maybe it's that you're going to events and you're getting lots of leads that way. Maybe it's that you're on a few newsletters for other things like Del Nacho. Tittle nachos, shout out to Paul Goodman. Um, but like that type of stuff, you know, like, so, so that's, that's uh, what we do is we look at all of that and then we help to, to maximize results. Yeah. Optimizing the strategy out into the marketplace and where you're spending your time, effort and energy in order to get, you know, the, the open rates, everybody loves the open rates. That's what's most important. And really did that, you know, in, in your marketing lingo, that avatar really of who is your target market, who's your target audience and getting them to engage is critically important for sure. And so, you know, you've talked a little bit about this and I want to dive a little bit deeper into it. You talk about at Aligned Profit, uh, you know, and we're talking here with uh, Tyler Murdoch, who at founder of, of Aligned yeah. Profit, founder, owner, CEO, I don't know all your titles. <laughs> we'll just throw them all out there until you stop me from using them. Um, so at Aligned Profit and helping those industry partners with at least least a million dollars a year in revenue, um, have better client engagement, better messaging, and really to be able to find their uh, better industry partners and be able to engage those clinicians, individual group practices, and DSOs. So as you're engaging with these industry partners, how would somebody best 
prepare themselves to engage with you other than, hey, Tyler, like I heard you. So like uh, you want to work together? So how would they prepare themselves? Because I'm a big fan of the phrase of I like to have three meetings in one, which means I like to come to my first meeting and I like to be prepared for it. You know, when you and I uh, had our first uh, encounter, you came to that meeting with me and said, this is who I am. This is what I do. This is what I want. This is where I want to go. You didn't literally like verbal vomit all over me, but it was literally that. And I was like, yeah, let's rock. Let's do it. And let's talk. Um, And that this is what next steps look like. And that's helpful for the receiver. And so what could a vendor partner that potentially would want to take next steps, prepare to have that conversation with you? I think I heard a few of them, but just in a nutshell so that they could... So basically to save your time and energy when they reach out to you. <laughs> yeah, great. So so number one is we build campaigns for you. Two, we help you to to like we do group coaching with all of our clients. So you get to have that networking experience. Number three is discounts on services and products that serve vendors. And number four is you're going to get more insights and clarity on what's working in your business and how to increase your pipeline pipeline workflow. So that's it in a nutshell. And um prepare to meet me, preparing to meet with me. I'm a pretty I'm a pretty easy guy to talk to. But uh what what I would just say is if you're if you're serious in this kind of stuff or if you're wanting it, just have your have your reps follow me. I love talking to reps. I talk to reps all the time. I do sometimes free free things like free group coaching for reps. And so um, just follow me on LinkedIn and, and you'll be able to and have your reps follow me. And I'm, I just like to help. I like to help reps because I know what it's like to cold call offices and get told the same thing over and over again. <laughs> so that's that's what I would say about that. It takes a lot uh, to be out there and grinding day in, day out and calling on practices in a designated territory with a designated product line, honing your message over and over, doing your follow-up, using your CRM database, you know, God bless all the CRM database people out there, <laughs> and, you know, and following up uh, <laughs> as right. needed. So yeah, for sure. And and you heard it here. So anybody who's listening, reach out to Tyler, you get a free free group, free one-to-one coaching session with him because you listened to the Tooth Sleuth podcast. Just mentioned it here. I, I'm just calling you out, Tyler. You said it. I heard it. <laughs> we can <laughs> play it back. Good. <laughs> He's like, no, cut that out. Ted, do not cut that out. Ted's my producer. All right. Tyler, this is the part of the program all of my listening guests do a little thing called What the Sleuth is Going On? So it's three rapid-fire questions. The first thing that comes to your mind is how you respond. Are you ready to play? I'm ready. Let's do it. All right. Question number one. What's the worst bad breath you've ever encountered? Um, Definitely smoker breath and gumbo breath. Yeah. <laughs> smoker gumbo breath. <laughs> smoker gumbo, not gumbo smoker. I like it. Okay, question number two. If you could change one thing about your smile, what would it be? Oh, I have one tooth right here that just, it's a, it's a stubborn tooth. Just wanted to come down, keeps going up. So I've done a lot of work on it, but yeah, right here. I can see him pointing. I think it's tooth number 10. I think it's a lateral incisor, if I'm not mistaken, or it could be his canine. Yeah. I'm not sure. I just wish those. I had a, I wish I had a chain that I could just like yank it down, you know, like throw <laughs> it, take a toaster, tie a, tie a string to it and just hope it doesn't rip out, but just like pulls down, you know, don't know tie how it works that way. Door handle, slam the door shut. Hope that it doesn't come out root and all. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> yeah, there you go. That could be fun. That could be fun for anyone in the dental. It for all disgruntled clients uh, of Aligned Profit, call up Tyler. <laughs> Question number three: If you could go back and be the inventor of any dental product, which one would you choose, and why? That would be really. That's a really good question. Um, I would say practice management software because that's like that's like ton of money right there. Uh, that's <laughs> that would be my my motivation is if I could start like Open Dental or or Dentrix or something. Love it. The true capitalist in him says something that can make me a lot of money. There's a theme with everything that you're sharing. <laughs> You're like, if it can make me money. Lambos, girls, Mexico, right? (laughs) I think you said Lambos and chicks. Did you say girls or did you say chicks? Whoever's listening to the beginning of this, we're going to go back and listen to that. You might have said girls. I might might have thrown in chicks in there. I'm I'm, uh, married, though, so I probably shouldn't say that. (laughs) Same. Same. But that's okay. You can say that. It's just saying it. Yeah. You can say it. Awesome. Well, Tyler, I want to respect your time, and we're coming pretty close to the end of the show here. So what have I not asked you or what have you not been able to share uh, during the show that you want to share with my listening audience? All right. I just want to share a framework. I have it written down on my whiteboard and I wanted to share this with all of you. This is back to the beginning of what we talked about with making sure that you're listening to your, your patients or your clients. Here's a framework that a colleague of mine shared with me recently and I wanted to pass it on to you guys. So the first, so it's called needs. All right. N-E-A-D. So N stands for now. What are they doing now? Where are they at now? E stands for enjoy. What are they enjoying? What do they like? How can you show them and get more of that? A is for alter. What would they like to change, alter, and improve a situation? D is in decision maker. Who is the decision maker? Is it the patient? Is it the patient? Is it the patient and their spouse? Is it the CMO? Is it the the COO is the CEO, the doctor, right? Okay. And then ask his solution. What is your solution to the things they'd like to alter and get more of what they enjoy? So that is the framework. And I would encourage you to just go and write down and talk to your team about it and see how you can, it'll help you grow your business. So love it. That's a great framework. And that's a great spot to come to the end of the show. And so, Tyler, Murdoch with Align Profit, please tell everyone how they can find you if they're interested in engaging. And I, I heard you say LinkedIn for sure, but uh, any other way that you want people to find you and communicate with you if they're interested in learning about your services? Yeah, you can go to our website, alignprofit.com. And you can also go to, like I said, my LinkedIn. I have a link right there in my bio that you can go and schedule a, a consultation with me. Excellent. And we'll make sure we get all that in the show notes. Thank you so much, Tyler. It's been great getting to hear about you and continued success to you in your career. Thanks so much for being a guest on the Two Sooth podcast. Yeah, thank you, Greg. Thank you for listening to the Two Sooth podcast, sponsored by GNA Consult, helping dentists and dental professionals maximize their potential. From vision to execution, creating business strategies that work. Reach out to the show to get more information. Signing off for now, I'm Greg Essenmacher. I thank you for your time and the pleasure of your company. And remember to keep smiling. This podcast was produced by T-Door Productions. 
theme song written by The Whole Other. <laughs>